All right, welcome to another episode of the Speed Change Repeat podcast. Today with Bernd Proshoff. Bernd is the Chief Digital Officer um, of the UBEX Group. Hi, Bernd. Hello, Jonathan. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Um, glad you're here today. Uh, it's going to be some exciting stuff that we're going to talk about. And uh, you have an interesting past as well. You um, recently, not too long ago, uh, joined UBEX Group. And, um, you know, as always, I think uh, the, best, the best thing is to start by giving you the stage to kind of tell who you are, where you come from, you know, um, kind of in a storytelling way, go through your professional life. And maybe also, you know, uh, ending with a few words about uh, the UVEX group uh, to kind of give a picture here for our listeners. Okay, thanks very much, first of all, for having me today. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation. So to all the listeners out there, my name is uh, Bernd Preuschow and uh, I'm 47 years old. And uh, from a professional perspective, I uh, celebrated my 20th anniversary this year in the digital world. <laughs> so I started my professional career in the year 2000. And uh, within these 20 years, I've worked for major consultancies for digital agencies, for retailers, uh, but also for small and medium-sized companies, what we in Germany call the Mittelstand. Uh, and this is uh, where I am today. So UVEX is probably uh, familiar to all of you through their uh, equipment they sell for athletes. Uh, so we actually equip Olympic champions and world champions uh, with our products, uh, mainly glasses and helmets. Um, but we are also uh, active in the area of worker safety, so personal protection equipment. And um, UVEX was founded in 1926 and today uh, is a company of around 2,700 uh, employees and uh, 48 subsidiaries in 22 countries. So um, this is really exciting because it's uh, from a product perspective, uh, we are talking about uh, sports, we're talking about worker safety, uh, we also talk about fashion glasses and, and also um, lenses that help people to read. And uh, we are uh, uh, now in 22 countries, as I said, but of course still with a major focus in Europe and in Germany. So the headquarter of UBEX is located in Fürth, uh, which is uh, close or next to Nuremberg, which some, some of you may know. And yes, I joined UBEX in May. Uh, before I joined UBEX, I was working for another German Mittelstand company called Schwanstabilo. Uh, which you probably know from the writing instruments and the boss markers. And um, I'm really happy that I joined UVEX because I think it's a great mission protecting people and especially as uh, a CDO uh, focusing on um, bringing this mission into its next chapter uh, is a really exciting journey. Right. I think it is best to kind of start chronologically and uh, but maybe not too far, uh, too far back, but you spent also some significant time at uh, IBM. Um, 
And uh, so let's say before we dive into your maybe, you know, uh, time at uh, Schwann, um, I think it is maybe uh, interesting to kind of, you know, to um, we good if you could sum up your experience at IBM, you know, the things that you have done more in detail, maybe there, the things that maybe shaped you in the sense of how you, let's say, you know, um, uh, view in general, you know, the application of technology within businesses, maybe things that you took from your, from your time there that, let's say, you know, also helped you and then that you transferred into basically your position of taking leadership in a, in a let's say, a Mittelstand company. Okay, so if you ask me that question, to be honest, I wouldn't focus it on IBM. I would really uh, say that uh, having started um, working in digital uh, when it all began in a new economy in the year 2000, when we, when we didn't have any smartphones, when the internet was still just young and uh, we had the first little startups um, that really uh, created the path for me I wanted to work on uh, because I perceived it as very creative. Uh, I perceived it as uh, an um, area where a lot of enthusiastic people jump in. And, and also, uh, I thought it was interesting how we can change the world or I even watched uh, the internet changing the world and uh, being part of it, I thought was really exciting. Um, when I then got into the retail area, I learned all that uh, basic stuff that you need to understand. You know, 20 years ago, working in retail uh, made you an industry expert, like uh, for automotive or engineering or whatever. And if you look at today's world, uh, Retail knowledge is methodology knowledge that everybody needs to have if he or she wants to start an online business. So um, by being a process manager in the retail industry, um, I really learned a lot about uh, uh, the back office and, and the background of all these front end operations. And it still helps me today to have that kind of understanding. Um, when, when I spent my time with the agencies, I learned a lot about design and user experience and um, because I was working in the heat of the action when the whole of design aspect came up, uh, I also had the chance to watch people trying to get this understanding and, and uh, uh, this of course also helps me today if I talk to people and uh, we see a lot of PowerPoint slides, you know, that have this term of being user-centric but still most people don't actually get what it means. So um, it really helps me to, to explain to people uh, uh, design is not how it looks, it's, it's how it works. And uh, being with IBM, um, actually helped me to learn about how to do these things at scale. Um, of course, everybody knows IBM for being one of the major tech players in the world with over 400,000 employees. And, and being among the leadership team who built IBM Interactive Experience, the digital agency of IBM, uh, was really uh, a time full of learnings because it, it was also part of the transformation of IBM itself. And uh, to be part of uh, such a huge company with such a huge history, uh, um, and, and, and watching it and, and, and helping it to transform um, 
is something that helped me also to get an understanding about the impact that some slight changes then might have on a larger scale uh, organization. And uh, this all together, you know, is today's my daily bread and butter work, <laughs> you know, explaining people on what transformation actually means and also uh, all the single aspects. And uh, you have to know that I, I'm not a tech guy. I, I haven't uh, studied anything uh, with uh, computers. Um, um, I studied business and physics. And, and so today um, I'm really focusing on the human aspect of transformation. I'm truly convinced that change is all about people. And uh, if you take a closer look at how the digital buzz started a few years ago, it was mainly tech-driven or methodology-driven. And I think we are now, a few years later, uh, we have understood that it's all about the people that we want to, to get on board for this journey. And uh, yeah, so this is, these are my key topics, leadership and, and people. And um, having the combination of being in process, being in strategy, being in tech, being in design, but also being in change and also being uh, 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 self-employed and a founder myself, uh, I think that's a combination of assets that helps me today to be able to, to look at certain things from different angles and therefore build the bridges necessarily to move forward. Thanks. Um, you uh, in our call before, let's say, you know, the recording, um, and this is, let's say, the next question that I want to, or maybe the next chapter that I want to open up here is, um, you know, your, your, your time at, uh, at uh, Schwann, and which is uh, quite interesting because you said that, um, you know, there you had, the, uh, you had the ability, you know, to, to, let's say, first of all, move to different positions, you know, to learn, uh, you know, about what it means to, let's say, also build a, you know, a modern IT organization uh, among such things. And uh, maybe it is, you know, I think, and as you said as well before, when uh, in the beginning, you know, uh, introducing yourself and going through the different stages, you said as well that this was a really important time for you. Maybe you elaborate on that and in terms of highlighting the most, you know, obviously, you know, it is difficult to prioritize because there's probably in that time, you know, a lot of things that you've taken out from there. But what are some of, let's say, if you would like, highlight just, you know, a couple of things that, that you say, okay, these really shaped me, you know, and these really, let's say, um, you know, um, brought me a lot in terms of, um, you know, professionalism and also knowledge. Um, well, if we talk about the time at Schwann, I first have to explain that I was not working for their writing instrument subsidiary. So I was working for their cosmetics division. And um, most people probably don't know, but uh, Schwann is producing cosmetics pencils for all the major brands that we see in the cosmetics world. And so for me, it was a, uh, a jump into very cold water, you know, because I, I was not familiar with cosmetics at all. And, um, but I was really intrigued by the opportunity to, to be the CDO uh, uh, for this company, which is a well-known brand all over the world, and then uh, build this whole digital thing from scratch. And uh, so I had to walk the company through developing the strategy, setting up the processes, building the team, 
engaging the employees uh, and uh, this was really an intriguing experience um, because at that time when I joined Schwan, everybody was talking about that German Mittelstand is absolutely not transformable and, and everybody has to be like Silicon Valley, you know, and uh, that was uh, the kind of challenge that I accepted saying, okay, I want to find out myself. <laughs> And, uh, you know, having this company uh, and, and starting there at zero, um, and then 14 months later, we uh, were awarded with the second place at the Digital Leader Award in Germany, um, one place behind Daimler. Uh, that was a kind of an amazing experience, you know, show, show the employees, show the management, and also show Germany that it's actually possible. And, um, and also uh, we developed a few solutions that then, which then became uh, also a new business model for the company. So we developed an augmented reality sol solution actually for our own uh, um, machinery department. And uh, this solution got then adapted by other companies. And then this solution was awarded with the first place at uh, Wirtschaftswoche Digital Champions Award which was a huge success for an area which is usually not so uh, into the public, you know, and, and, and where the production people and, and the engineering people were really excited to say, well, we have achieved something for digitization for our company. And uh, when I became CIO as well, um, 10 months after I joined the company, of course, my challenge was to, to, to rebuild uh, the IT organization. Um, Schwan has 11 subsidiaries all over the world and, and they have acted more or less autonomously in the past and now it was our task to build a new global governance uh, that makes sure that we had the same kind of architecture all across the world and that we were able to, to roll out solutions in a very quick manner and, and also enable these digital services that we were creating, not only for our German, but also for our international customers. And um, this was an amazing journey because uh, IT department had a totally different perception of itself in the past, and also had a kind of a different brand within the company. It was really uh, led in a way that IT is a support function. And we, uh, created a new mission saying we don't we are not the support function we are your business driver of choice so uh, making sure that in a business world which is driven by technology we as the technology guys we are creating business we are driving business we are not just you know waiting for someone to tell us uh, what he wants to do and we then try to find right solutions we have ideas ourselves and uh, especially if you talk about new te technologies that nobody is familiar with in your company, it has to come from us. And uh, we positioned IT that way. We created new governance processes. Uh, within a very short amount of time, we designed the very first global IT strategy. And, and what really, what really uh, uh, impressed me was then when uh, we received uh, last year, we received third place at uh, CIO of the year, uh, which of course was awarded to me, but at the end of the day, it was awarded to my team. And um, 
that was amazing as well, you know, having experiencing uh, a team that uh, didn't believe sometimes themselves that they could do this, but then they tried and they made it. And, and uh, I think having this recognition from the market and have this kind of benchmarking is, is really something that, uh, um, you know, left its tracks <laughs> in my mind uh, in a way uh, it's possible. It's, it's actually possible if you, if you uh, really push forward and if you just start doing, and it hasn't to be perfect, um, it's, it's about really doing it and starting it and moving on and having the resilience to, uh, to move on, uh, even though there might be some obstacles and some people that say we've never done it that way. And uh, so I think today Schwan is in the digital world is a name, especially in cosmetics. And uh, so then this was also the right time for me to move on because uh, we've achieved that chapter and uh, the organization is now running on that level. So um, I would say from my perspective, job done, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's quite, uh, quite interesting. Um, especially, you know, I want to develop it a little bit more further. You mentioned, you know, that you started developing, let's say, you know, new revenue streams and things. And uh, then again, at the, at the other hand, you know, you, 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 you completely, let's say, you know, set up a, uh, um, an IT strategy, you know, and really, let's say, you know, set up, a, you know, uh, basically an IT that is, you know, necessary to have in order to, you know, really, let's say, build out new things, right? New, new business models, et cetera, in, in, the, in the digital world. And um, maybe, you know, the difficulty, and I think, you know, for uh, having you here right now uh, is, is quite interesting because, you know, having this basically dual, dual uh, position, you know, and basically looking through, you know, knowing uh, what the difficulties and the challenges are from, let's say, you know, both views, the chief digital officer and the CIO, and we will come, we will, let's say, you know, come back to that later um, on, let's say, how that is helping you today at UBEX. I think, you know, the difficulty is also as a CDO for you, uh, or in general, any, any CDO, to kind of balance on, you know, the digital transformation activities in regards to the existing business and, you know, activities that are, let's say, evolving around creating new value, right? Creating new future business, new, uh, new initiatives, new business models. How did you, let's say, how did you go about that, let's say, at Schwann in, in terms of, you know, um, I mean, there's many topics, right? Especially if you're saying, you know, um, um, uh, within the cosmetics field, you know, I can imagine, you know, if you're saying um, uh, they're, they're like, for example, uh, for example, are um, producing, you know, um, cosmetic pencils for the or cosmetics industry, you know, I think there's a lot of topics as well, you know, such as, for example, e-commerce, et cetera, you know, what, like all these different types of topics. What were maybe some of the things that you can talk about that you, that are more related, let's say, to, you know, aiming for new revenue streams or let's say new, thinking about new business models in regards to, okay, you know, this might disrupt ourselves in, in regards to our existing business in the future? Uh, well, um, there's many answers to your question <laughs> uh, because you're covering different aspects. I think, first of all, uh, it's important if you start as a CDO, uh, the first thing you need to do is listening. Um, because every company 
you join is on its way and you need to listen very closely where it is currently. And uh, then, uh, of course, you have all these uh, big names in mind and all the, 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 uh, the role models that we see in the digital world. And um, I've always perceived it as very difficult to say, like, for example, we have to become like Google or we have to become like the, the new uh, Netflix or whatever. Um, because these are things which are too far away uh, for many uh, companies. And uh, this makes it really, really difficult to digest uh, for the people you want to uh, invite on the journey. So um, I think it was really important to, to find these, uh, uh, what we called cupcakes, <laughs> um, these, these, these tiny little things which we could start and uh, uh, projects that could actually help ourselves. Um, and, and by doing these projects in a very transparent way, give the company and especially the people uh, the opportunity to join in, to, to, to watch you doing things, try out new things, and then getting a taste of what it actually means to work in a digital manner with all these other methods and, and, and how you create value. And it's uh, also, I think, really important that you really do create value. So, um, um, especially if we talk about Mittelstand, I mean, um, not only since we have Corona, um, the world's economy is, is shaking and, and, and many company leaders are uh, looking uh, on a very short perspective because they have to. I mean, now in Corona times, we see people thinking about how they can survive this financial year. So uh, it doesn't work if we as CDOs get in and say, okay, I have a wonderful digital strategy for the next three to five years. And at the end of these five years, we will be a platform which is asset-free. Um, this doesn't help these people. And, and I think it's our uh, task to translate uh, what we do into how it actually supports uh, these CEOs to, to make this financial year. And I mean, we have the methods for it. Uh, we can create uh, prototypes, pilots, in a very short amount of time that have an impact, probably not on the top line, but for sure on the bottom line. And uh, uh, by this, we have to make sure that digital is perceived as part of the solution and not part of the problem. And... Uh, also, coming to your question about disruption, uh, we made uh, um, a great experience. Um, it doesn't always have to be necessary this totally, completely new business model, which is absolutely disruptive. What we found out is that things that we have invented actually to disrupt our processes, which is internal transformation. Um, suddenly turned out to become a new business model. So just to give you an example, um, as you can imagine, Spahn had uh, a lot of uh, effort uh, with color sampling. So when a brand comes to you and says, okay, this will be my new campaign, um, and I want you to make the pens for it, then you start to select colors. And uh, this process was very, very, uh, intense because um, you had marketing people, very emotional, very enthusiastic, meeting chemists. 
and uh, uh, whereas um, the marketing people use language which is I, I want the red which is very warm which is uh, uh, gives me a feeling of fire you know a very emotional language uh, and on the other side you have somebody who is doing the pen and he says well I want the color code you know just give me numbers and I can do it and how do you actually make the bridge between these two um, in the past this has been a very uh, long-lasting and very expensive process of trial and error of uh, actually producing pens and then getting feedback from the client so we had the idea of what would be if we bring all these colors into a digital um, interface and we give people uh, the way to choose their color and find their color by uh, uploading photos by by uh, using certain terms and then we have uh, analytics actually playing them up the colors that we have and uh, um, we showed this to customers and they were like oh wow this is a game changer um, because what we have seen then is that they used our platform internally for their discussion purposes and then we realized that they had a problem as well because when we sent pens to a product manager, he was running through his company and showing it to everybody else and then coming back to us. So by enabling him or her to use our digital device was a totally different way of working for them. It accelerated the process immensely. And then we ended up by uh, having the companies asking us if they could buy our content. And we asked them, why? <laughs> why do you want to buy our content? And then they said, well, what happens is uh, you send us the pens and we give the pen to a photographer and they take photos and then we start our marketing campaigns. So if we have decided in your portal for the color and you give us the color samples uh, in a digital form, we can already start our marketing so we can be much faster. And you have to imagine, of course, the major marketing channel of cosmetics is Instagram. So um, if you give us uh, uh, this digital pen and the digital color, we can start right away to, to boost our campaigns. And, and we are willing to pay for it uh, because if we pay the agency, they charge us much more. And, and so I think this was a perfect example from something that started as a process innovation uh, for us, for ourselves to improve our bottom line and improve time to market, and which then turned out to become a new service uh, and therefore a new business model uh, which nobody uh, had on the agenda that we would actually uh, try and discuss with big brands that they buy our content and and uh, I think this is also learning you know we don't always have to strive for the rockets to Mars uh, or or something else uh, sometimes the great ideas that also deliver a great value to your customer lie in your processes and if you try to think your processes in a new way some very often you turn out to create a new business model as well yeah i think uh, those are some very good examples especially you know um i think i think the question was quite sophisticated and uh, uh let's say from multiple dimensions and so was the answer but let's say one of the first things that you said um, in answering this question now was that you know most companies when they start out is that they were oftentimes you know you get the feeling that you know people communicate in the following way that 
you know, traditional companies, companies now need to be, or need to be like Google or Amazon or whatsoever. And I think that was like a really perfect, you know, uh, sentence because ultimately, you know, that is not the case, you know, it's, it's really, I mean, what, what is, what is, what is, what is the chance of even, you know, trying to do that if, if that is not even the, uh, you know, the expertise of the company. And I think, you know, uh, really, let's say, focusing on the low-hanging fruits, you know, at uh, the first place, you know, finding, let's say, opportunities internally, you know, that, you know, one one might not, you know, think of uh, right 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 away as, uh, you know, as you, for example, mentioned now uh, uh, in the end in regards to, let's say, you know, these, um, um, these big brands, uh, it is, I think, you know, a perfect example for that. Well, I think uh, what you have to do is, um, of course, all these big brands like, like Google or Tesla, they are great examples. And of course, you can learn from them. Uh, there's no question about that one. Um, I think in the meantime, most people in the corporate world are sick of these examples. <laughs> now, uh, they, they, they don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, and, uh, and still, they are looking for the answer. What does this whole thing mean for me? And, and, and how do I get there? And I think uh, I've always made good experiences, as I said, first with listening. Okay, what's, uh, what is happening in this company right now? Because if you start as a CDO, uh, you have onboarding sessions with almost everyone and, and people tell you their problems. They tell you where they are struggling right now, what, where their problems are. And, and, and by listening, I think you get a great first landscape of uh, potential topics you could start with by showing that you can solve problems. And I think the next thing is also very important to remind people on why are we here? So uh, for in Etran, for example, um, I had a long discussion with the management and they said, we are here to produce pens. And I said, no, I think you're here to give people the opportunity to be beautiful. And that's a totally different question. And this is also why the company was founded uh, 90 years ago. So uh, what we did then was going out and ask people on the street about their perception of beauty and their problems or challenges or struggles with uh, um, having the beauty they want. And that was really interesting because people talk to you, people tell you what their problems are. And this also gave us uh, another landscape of potential ideas, things that are not yet there, but which could be tackled. Try to solve a real problem that the consumer has told you. And then also, of course, what kind of solution would be authentic for us. I mean, we are talking about brands that are existing for 90 years, Uvex as well. And, and, and what kind of business and what kind of solution would be authentic in a way that we are now giving you beauty in a different way, but that's what you've done for 90 years. In the Uvex case, we are protecting people for 90 years. So we are now thinking about new ways to protect you. So actually create solutions that uh, are tangible, really solve a problem, are cons consumer driven, and that are authentic to your company. And I think that creates a very powerful story and also enables you to create tangible results, uh, which are not uh, three years or five years from now. 
Right. Um, I think you that is a perfect right uh, moment to to you know kind of you know talk about your you know your new chapter in life. Um, you know, which you just started recently, which is UVEX. And I think UVEX as a company is very interesting, especially, you know, one, one thing that you mentioned, and which is kind of a great thing to, to actually say, right? That you work for a company that, you know, protects people. And, um, you know, you already mentioned, uh, you know, what UVEX is, is ultimately doing, or let's say, you know, how it is structured in the different, you know, offerings, product offerings they have. And, um, you know, now, uh, I think in our pre-call, as I already mentioned, you know, one of the things that you said is right now, I do have a really, let's say, fair, fair advantage in the sense, you know, because I know how a CIO was viewing the world, you know, and now you're just, let's say, at, at, at the UVIX group, you're, you're the chief digital officer now, and you're working together with the CIO. And I think, um, you know, what, what is really interesting, maybe for our listeners to, you know, to kind of... Um, yeah, to kind of understand this, how did you start out when you came to UVEX? Like, I think what is, because you just, let's say, you know, shared your experience at, at, at uh, you know, the company before, but let's say now, because it is fairly recent, right? What is the first thing that, that you do? So, or what, what did you particularly do when you started at UVEX group, you know, as a chief digital officer in the sense, well, obviously not in detail, but maybe just like on a, on a high, high, higher meta uh, level in a sense of strategic, um, strategic actions? So, so first of all, um, uh, I have to tell you that I started at, at UVEX in, in May, so it was in, in the midst of uh, the corona lockdown, uh, which was a challenge on top, you know, having, having onboarding through online conferences mainly. Um, and, uh, but I think it was the perfect opportunity, you know, to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with people um, in their home office. And again, coming back to the point I mentioned earlier, listen. So I was, I was trying to, to get a feeling for, okay, how does this company work? Uh, how is it, uh, uh, how, how is it led in, in, in terms of entrepreneurship? Uh, how are the mechanics between the holding and the different subsidiaries uh, how is uh, the management interacting between, for example, the sports and the safety uh, division? And um, uh, that gave me a kind of feeling on, on the language I needed to use uh, to, 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 to uh, link with people. And, and UVEX is a, a very, very entrepreneur company. You have leaders with a very, very entrepreneurial attitude. But on the other hand, people who take this term protecting people very seriously, uh, also uh, with regards to the employees. Um, so it was very clear to me that uh, I couldn't use tech language uh, because uh, this is not how this company is working. So I was, I was trying to get back to this mission uh, protecting people. And um, I then, you know, had an ideation session, okay, if we talk about protecting people in the digital world, what does this mean? I mean, what, what do we have to do to protect people even better? And, and obviously, um, you get into totally new questions. So for example, to give you an example, we, I'm, we are selling helmets and a helmet is perfect uh, to protect you if you fall. But the problem is, 
in order for the helmet to protect you, you need to have the fall, obviously. But if we talk about using sensors, talking about using networks, um, maybe we can avoid your fall. And, uh, uh, and if you fall, maybe we can find you earlier uh, than somebody else would find you. And, uh, you know, by expanding that mission, I realized very quickly that this very much resonates with the rest of the company. So, so now uh, my digital uh, strategy is all about evolving this term of protecting people. I'm, I'm also working on building the competencies that we need for that. So uh, UVEX is already on the digital journey for quite some time, but uh, it has very much concentrated on the, on the commerce uh, aspect. Um, so I'm now expanding it more into the innovation aspect in, in digital innovation. What does it mean to digitally protect people? And, and uh, I'm also trying to collect all the things that have already happened and have been created within the subsidiaries. So for example, safety has done an amazing job so far in developing smart products. So um, how can we use this knowledge and, this, and, and these products to expand even further in, in other areas? And how can we make use of that knowledge that we've created in one subsidiary by using it in another. So um, that was basically what I was doing, you know, creating that story that makes sense and that people understand, uh, discuss it with all the stakeholders, the management, and also, of course, testing it with people, creating the team, uh, creating the competencies, and uh, uh, yeah, trying to, 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 to push it into a new direction. And I think it works very well in end of July at presentation in front of all the shareholders, which is basically the family. And uh, uh, they perceived it very well. And, and like I said, they, they, I reminded them kind of why this company was founded. And uh, I think uh, that made me proud in a way saying, okay, I'm about to write this next chapter together with all my colleagues. And um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing over the last four months. That's um, uh, very interesting. And uh, I want to pin you on one sentence that you just said, realizing, you know, that, the, you know, coming in, you know, you cannot really, let's say, scare off people, you know, talking about tech. Um, however, you know, uh, I think, you know, the products of, of UVIX are quite interesting also, not only, let's say, on the, you know, um, on the actual product side, but also in terms of, okay, you know, the distribution of the products, you know, the relationship to, you know, the different, the different stakeholders and stuff. So, um, there, you know, there's a large, or let's say there's a, you know, a large amount of opportunities in, in terms of, you know, really, you know, applying, applying technology in order to, let's say, as you said, you know, write this next chapter. And you said, you already mentioned, you know, smart products and, and, you know, you know, finding people earlier when they have an accident and all these different things, you know. And um, I think that all starts, you know, it starts out by looking, you know, at really at your, your business and, and, you know, at, at, you know, the data that you have about your products and all these things, you know. So mm -hmm. how do you, how do you want to, let's say, um, you know, structure these things and kind of, you know, find, find again, you know, the, the things that make sense to follow through, you know, to try things out, maybe build MVPs, you know, um, uh, you know, maybe uh, build new distribution channels that are more online and stuff. So how do you, how do you want to go about that? Well, um, 
I think my first task is make sure that we enable the group. You know, at Schwann, I was, I was responsible as CDO for one division. Now at UVEX, I'm responsible for the whole group. So um, I'm, I'm focusing on how can I enable uh, um, uh, the group in a better way beyond what they are already doing as of now. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm designing my team, which is uh, uh, linked to the holding. Um, I'm designing my team in a way that we can support them, that we can accelerate them, that we can uh, give them the right connections into the digital ecosystem, that we can pilot things that they can't do within their own PL. Um, but basically, it's all about you know enabling them and 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 making uh, creating an environment where they can uh, develop digital solutions uh, individually for their particular business model. And of course, wherever we can use things in a similar way, like for example, a sensor or something, you know, make sure that everybody can take advantage out of that. Um, so I'm, I'm setting up an innovation pipeline, basically a structured innovation portfolio management uh, on holding level that makes sure that we explore the environment, uh, that we are looking for new opportunities and we try to, to evaluate them in a very quick manner and eventually throw them away because they don't make sense. But find uh, out of the hundred, find the right two or three ideas that could really make sense and, and then uh, work closely with the management of the subsidiaries and, and uh, agree with them that they then later on become the business owners and, 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 and we can you know, leave it then to them and concentrate on finding another new idea. Uh, so that's basically the, the mechanics that I want uh, to establish. And uh, from a focus perspective, I mean, it's obvious. Uh, so far, we have three areas where we concentrate on. And, I, and one thing, obviously, is smart products. Uh, uh, we have the big asset that we equip people uh, with their personal protection uh, uh, equipment. And of course, we can think a lot about how we can enhance uh, all this equipment. May it be a sensor in the helmet, may it be a microphone in your glasses, um, may it be a sensor in your jacket or in your trousers or uh, sensors in your shoes. Uh, and. Uh, uh, so I think there's a lot to explore, there's a lot to, to, to invent. Of course, we are also focusing on our employee experience. So we are looking um, very deeply into uh, how we can enable our employees uh, uh, more and more to work in a digital way and work with digital tools. Um, something that has been very successful uh, also in Corona times, because at, at UX, uh, uh, they had already before Corona a very augmented style of working, so a mixture of remote and 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 on-site working. So uh, that was quite easy to handle, and, and also today uh, it's already a very digital way of working. Um, we have a very good reputation for working with marketplaces. Which, by the way, wasn't an easy decision as well. Um, this decision was discussed three to four years ago uh, if UBEX should sell on Amazon or other marketplaces. And of course, if you come from a history of 90 years of direct selling to uh, the retailers and to the companies, 
you you think about this for a second uh, because you 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 uh, think about how your partners would react but uh, at the end of the day it was this channel which helped us to get through corona you remember that all the, the retailers uh, were closed during the lockdown and 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 also companies were uh, doing short work so people who don't work don't need, don't need safety equipment so, so actually, by by using digital channels, uh, we had a touch point with the customer still, even in Corona times, and and so our revenues in the online area were great, and 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 actually, uh, our my colleagues made a great job uh, in their divisions, uh, uh, making sure that Uvex still doesn't have any financial problem, even though we are going through the Corona crisis, and. Um, so we will work on this as well. And, and the fourth big chapter is uh, establishing a B2C business ourselves, um, which is without alternative. Uh, corona has shown us that we need uh, this direct interaction with the consumer and, and, and we need to learn from the consumer and we need to understand uh, more and more and even better than we do today, how he or she is buying protection. And, and uh, we are now building this platform, and which is now the fourth new division inside of UVIX Group. And I'm so happy to say that I am the CEO uh, now for this company. So we are talking about corporate venturing. Uh, and I think these four pillars, uh, that's enough work, I would say, for the next month. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that is a perfect, uh, perfect example, you know. Um, that that you just gave in regards to you know selling online you know really let's say trying out new things is really traditional company you know and ironically as you said you know this is something you know that has proven to be the right choice because now you know in, in uh, let's say one of the biggest crises uh, in in regards to you know the economic uh, economy you know this has has helped the company you know to to kind of went through it as you said and um i'm um, pretty much sure that you know having more and more digital touch points you know with with the cust with, with customers you know also obviously creates um you know more and more information you know more more data basically you know more you know uh, digital footprints of your customers and um i think maybe as a as a last topic for today's episode you know how much of a how, how big of a topic is that for uvex you know um, um because you know in, in, in most most organizations you know that that is you know the number one thing that is being discussed you know in regards to okay how how can company how can companies utilize data right to to get to get insights into let's say their existing business but also to let's say find new 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 opportunities you know how how big of a how big of a thing is that for you for you guys then um of course i mean like uh, as for many other companies for us it's a big topic as well and uh, and in it and it's amazing you know to to watch that transformation which is currently happening because uh, I explained to you the three subsidiaries that uh, already existed. And of course, these subsidiaries had their very specific customer segment. They had their individual business model and they had their individual products. Now with our fourth division, uh, which is basically a retail company, that's what you do if you sell online. And we are selling the whole UVEX product assortment. All of a sudden, 
we need to create a data environment where we can follow a customer who, for example, has uh, uh, opened up the UVEX Sports webpage, uh, has bought something on Amazon, and then comes into our shop to actually follow up on this uh, customer journey. And, and uh, this requirement didn't exist in the past where everybody was uh, working uh, uh, in his or her own subsidiary. So this is really exciting. Now we are building up that data lake to actually make sure that we can uh, track customers and understand what they are actually looking for and how we can help them. Uh, of course, data for us is also relevant in terms of protection. You know, uh, you don't buy a protection equipment like you buy a CD. Uh, so we are very much uh, depending on uh, uh, great product data and product information in order to make sure that you find the right and, and also, of course, the matching uh, 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 protection material. And uh, so we are, have a strong focus on that one as well. Um, and of course, I mean, looking very much into the future, uh, if we have sensors uh, on your equipment and you are working for a company, we could actually discuss solutions on how we can make use out of that data because we see your movement and, and we see where you move and how fast you move uh, within a, a uh, production plant, which also gives you new ideas on, on how to protect people better. This is still a difficult topic because um, um, you always have to talk to your business clients and see if they are advanced enough to actually use larger software solutions for protection within their production environment. There are some hurdles here and there still, but uh, yes, to answer your question, of course, we are looking at data and uh, unfortunately enough, uh, consumers know our brand Consumers know UVEX and uh, uh, therefore we don't have to pay much money, you know, like other startups to get known in the first place. And uh, I'm sure once we open up this platform, we will see a lot of traffic. And then I'm excited to see what kind of uh, uh, knowledge we can get out of that. It's exciting times, you know, this, this, this online customer that buys directly from UVEX uh, without any intermediary, um, we don't know him or her yet. <laughs> it's just assumption. So what we so what we buy, what we build up now is something that learns really fast, and uh, it's really an exciting journey. Hey, Baron, thanks a lot for being on the show. Uh, it was really great having you here. It was really interesting to really understand on how you um, you're going to about uh, going about with uh, Uvex Group and. Um, I'm going to wish you a good luck on your journey ahead. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me and good luck to all the listeners. Thank you.